Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Carrie the Mockney. I'm K Muse. I'm K Drama Jen. And I'm Drama Geek. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our Patreon supporters. And we have a brand new perk for our kimchi VIPs. We now have a Discord server where we are chatting about all the latest dramas and news. So if you want to talk daily with all the fangirls, come join us on Patreon. We can You can find the link in our show notes. So today we decided to focus on actresses because I feel like we focus on our favorite actors a whole bunch. And as pretty as they are, there's a lot of gorgeous females that catch our attention as well. So we're going to maybe talk about some of the more recent actresses that have come out that have really had a performance that caught our eye. And then we're going to finish with a lot of just random questions that are kind of actress focused, but that can be for any actress out there right now or past So, you know, we're going to just do a lot of female-focused fun stuff today. Woohoo! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so am I kicking this off? Yeah, because first we're going to each of us pick two actresses that we've really enjoyed and their performances and maybe give some suggestions on if people are looking for a good female role to watch, they can watch these shows. So, Okay. Well, my first pick pick is So Jihei and you will recognize her from Crash Landing on You. She was the very cold North Korean cello player but you'll also, if you watched it on Aiki or IT, um, she was in Dinner Mate and she was warm and friendly and bubbly and I just I had never watched her before Crash Landing on You and I wasn't sure I was going to like her because she was so cold and so set in her ways but obviously she had a great story in Crash Landing and then in Dinner Mate, she was fantastic. She had some great depth and her character was almost the complete opposite of her character in Crash Landing on You. And so it was just, it was a del- delight to watch her. And it was interesting because a lot of actors, if they don't change their appearance very much, I'm just kind of like, are you really into this role or is it just you playing, you know, this certain, this certain character? But she didn't have to change a whole lot and yet her personality was different. The character felt very different. And I just, I really enjoyed watching her and watching the performance that she put on in both both dramas. So that's my pick is Soji Hey. Well, and I think Dinner Mate is one of those good shows that kind of went under everyone's radar because it was one of the first ones that Ichi bought the rights for a Korean drama. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they've gotten a couple more since then, but it's definitely not where I'd think, oh, that's where I'm going to go watch a K-drama because it's been mostly predominantly Chinese content. And so mm-hmm. that's a great mm-hmm. show to go watch if you're looking for something new. And they also now have it with, um, what do you call com- uh, the Comcast or the Chromecast? <laughs> I was oh. like, that's you know. our local <laughs> <laughs> internet Chromecast. provider. <laughs> so for a long time, you could only watch it on like your tablet or whatever. But now they have Chromecast, so I can watch on my big TV. So I am super excited that we actually have a subscription for that uh, service now. So I, you can watch it on your big TV. Yay. Yeah. And I awesome. highly recommend Dinner Meat. I really loved that drama. She's great. I think she's a great actress. So my pick is Kim Sejong, or her stage name is just Sejong. 
And um, she is, so she first caught my eye actually um, a long time ago in uh, Produce 101 when they had the girls. Um, And so she made it, she was like the runner up, I think it was. And so she made it to be in the group IOI. And then after that, she, they sort of had, you know, that the way that show works is that they put together this group, they kind of tour for a year and then they go off and are part of other groups. So she then became part of the group Gugudan, which means multiplication table in Korean, apparently. Um, But anyway, (laughs) why not? Why not have that as a name of a group? So it's got one of those very like, you know, K-pop kind of philosophies behind why they named them that. It's something like, you know, they're, their um, attributes are multiplied by nine or, you know, something like that. So anyway, uh, so after Produce 101, she then went uh, to school 2017. She was the lead girl in that. And I remember watching her in that and being really impressed. Um, And especially because I only knew her as sort of an idol actress, I guess. And then most recently, she was the girl in Uncanny Counter. And mm-hmm. so um, I love how she was. She's beautiful and very like put together as a singer. And certainly in Uncanny Counter, her role was a lot like um, I don't know, almost hmm, what would you say, like tomboyish or something at first. Like she's yeah, she, she has a she, unique she, look. Yeah, she does, and she was kind of cold and unapproachable at first. So I thought she did a really great job with that. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what she might have coming up next. I didn't even realize it was the same person. I actually, it took like a couple episodes for me to go, what actress is this? And then look her up and go, oh, she was the one in school 2017. So she really had a, just a completely different like aura about her in Uncanny Counter. For sure. So mine is um, Han Yuri, and she was recently in um, the unfamiliar or my unfamiliar family. Not a lot of people mm-hmm. watch that, <laughs> but she's <laughs> <I> the, <did. laughs> she's the um, middle child in that. But you, a lot of people watched Age of Youth, and she was <laughs> the more serious roommate that was in that. Um, and she had a, she's the one that had the romance with Park Yoon, right? In that one. Um, I'm pretty sure it was her. Yeah. The, the chef guy. So she was, she's, yeah, she in her and unfamiliar family. Um, she'd already caught my eye in age of youth. I really liked her in that. And then, um, she's in an upcoming drama that I'm not sure what part of the year. Oh, it looks like it's the second half. Somebody was just joking about the second half of the year is going to have everything. <laughs> it's like everybody's that was like, me. <laughs> and it feels like I think it's because last year went by so slow that mm-hmm. this year just seems to be like zipping through. <laughs> and yeah. So now I'm yeah. just all like. Oh, we're talking about the second half of the year already. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> well, I feel like oh, you're right about everything is like announced the second half of the year. It looks like it's an OCN drama and it's only six episodes and it's supposed to be September. But it uh, it's an old it's like a period drama. So it's 1999. 
not too long ago, but <laughs> back in the old <laughs> days, <laughs> but, um, in the 1900s, in the 1900s, right. The last millennium. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it sounds like a really meaty role that, uh, could be very interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing her in that. And I just, she just has, uh, a different, a not typical K-drama actress look to her. And then even her acting, she just kind of has a little bit more of a less perky, I guess I would describe her acting, but her characters always come across as I connect with them really well. So I just really Mm -hmm. enjoy her. And I didn't, I just looking through here, she was the voice of Bok Gil in the imaginary cat. So was that the cat? Maybe she was the voice of the cat. She was the cat. (laughs) Yeah. You're the voice of the cat. And wasn't she she also in Minari? Uh, no, Um, I don't think so. Pretty sure, because I just looked it up on IMDb. Oh, okay. And unless, unless well, it's not the same Hong Ye Ri. It is not in my drama list, yeah. so she wasn't yeah. that. Well, seeing that's an American film, no matter what the Oscars say. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, she was in Six Flying Dragons, and she had the most awesome role, because she was a secret, badass sword master. Oh, so she's king, as, the king's lover. So she was. Yes, uh, she was the king's lover, and they ran off together to. And she stood by his side as a mysterious woman, but she was really one of the best swordsmen in the the country. Mm-hmm. And she was so cool, like so cool, and I just loved her character. So just a can shout you, out for that. Can you say her name again, drama geek? Han Yeri. So E Y E R E. R Y R I. She was she was also in the Noctu Flower, which that was one that I've seen that I've thought about going back to many times. I've never started it, but um, it's the one that has uh, Jo Jong Suk and Yoon Shi Yoon in it, and she's mm-hmm. also in that. So that's one I've kind of thought of, played around with going and watching because I heard it was pretty good. It was. F- 48 episodes, so maybe those were 30-minute episodes. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actress number one that I really noticed was Se Eun-soo, and I've seen her in a lot of... She's a lot of time the second lead girl. Uh, she's done a lot of side character parts, but she was in Missing the Other Side, and she was the girlfriend that died oh, and yes. was the ghost. Mm. And she did such a good job. She just really almost glowed in that that part and I really mm-hmm. it made me want to see more of her so I would love to see more of what she's doing in the future and so she's definitely on my to watch list I want uh, a redo of her and then the guy in Missing the Other Side because they had such a great romance and you know <laughs> she was dead the whole time so it wasn't it was sad but yeah. They they need more moments together or a new new um, show altogether. I would love yeah. to see them like partnered together. That would mm-hmm. be like a dream OTP for me. Yeah. So, yeah, they had good chemistry. All right. So my second pick, I actually went Chinese because with a Chinese actress because um, I've been watching so many Chinese rom coms, and her name is. In K drama Jen, you may have to help me out. Shu Ruhan? Rohan? Shu Rohan? Yeah. Shu Rohan from Perfect and Casual. 
And I just, I really enjoyed her in her, that drama. It was one of her first, and it didn't feel like it. She didn't feel clunky. She just felt very, um, what's the right word? Just kind of unaffected. She was very genuine in her role, and she was, it was a really solid performance, and it where she could have been kind of bubbly or airheaded, she brought a groundedness to that role. And I think it's one of the reasons that Perfect and Casual was so so appealing to me. And so I would love to see her in another drama and to see what she has to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. She's very good. So my choice is um, Coleman She. Uh, she was, so I, I'll tell you kind of how I first started um, she caught my eye, first of all, in Secret Boutique. She was the girl that, um, whose mother was missing and, you know, the, um, and Jenny sort of took her in. Um, I don't know if you remember that show, but anyway, uh, so that's where she first caught my eye. And then she was in The Witch, uh, part one. She was the friend. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and more recently she's been in the show Sweet Home as the ballerina. And so what's really interesting about her is just how, um, I don't, just how she changes for her roles. So in The Witch Part One, she was just sort of an everyday kind of girl and she purposely gained weight for the role so that she just sort of looked like an everyday person. Um, and then in... Sweet Home as the ballerina, she lost a ton of weight and really um, worked really hard to appear like the ballerina. So um, anyway, I find her just, she was definitely, you know, she had the other actress sort of outshining her a bit in The Witch. I mean, that's who we were all watching, right? But, and that name is escaping me. I know it's the, help me. Uh, the girl from The Witch. Oh, oh she the was the young actress. Or, mm-hmm. um, no. She's uh, she's the one I'm you like talk about so her much. Later, yeah. she's on my list. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Kim Dummy. Uh, Kim Dummy. There. Yes, Kim Dummy. So so Kim Dummy really was like you know everyone was kind of watching her, but and so what I thought was interesting is that uh, Komichi is very talented in her own right, but she um, she was playing the role of just the everyday friend. So anyway, I um, I'm interested in just seeing kind of where she goes and evolves from here. Yeah, she is actually on my short list too. So, oh, good she's choice. on yours too. All right, good. She was <laughs> just like I didn't choose her, but she was definitely on the list that I was whittling down. So. And so I just need to say because um, I didn't realize that we were only allowed two. So in typical key drama gen <laughs> fashion, I just want to say that um, Jo Ye is on my list. She is Gu Shang in Word of Honor, and um, I just mm. think she's bubbly and fun and um she's mostly done movies up until now so but she's got a number of dramas coming out within this year and next year so just somebody to keep an eye on i think um, guess I what like- she was on my short list too <laughs> <laughs> do i see your i don't see your short list right no mm-hmm. no just, oh, she's I just in your brain today. got it yes okay, i was going through today to decide who i was going to discuss and well, those both were on my like, I mean, are list you, of five are or six you, people. 
Are you so. shocked? Because no. we tend to have similar tastes. So. <laughs> I know, and we're and we're both watching Word of Honor and are totally uh, into it. So I maybe a little bit of that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked a Chinese actress as well for one of mine, and I had three because I thought you said two or three. So I had three um, listed. Just throw them both out there. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Seven Tan, which I guess is her stage name, and then Ten Song Yoon is her uh, her name. But she is in um, The Sword and the Brocade, which I feel like might be like a lot of her other stuff leading up to that that I've watched was a little bit, no, maybe the My Mr. Mermaid. I guess I started watching her in The Fox's Summer, and that was like, a lower, like that wasn't, I don't think that was airing on like a network. I think that would, might've been a web drama. I don't know, but she's definitely has, um, had a, a pretty decent amount of dramas that she's been in recently or the last several years. And I always found her, she was in go ahead, Carrie. Mm-hmm. She's at, yeah, you've watched oh, yeah. all of her stuff pretty much other than the sword and the brocade. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But I actually think the sword in the brocade, she is it shining like she's kind of it. I know she's an old, you know, she's not a young actress. She's not old either, but like she just has this gravity to her that in a lot of other dramas, she was a little bit more just cute and bubbly, um, which this one, she's just like very grounded. And I just I thoroughly enjoy her character in this and hopefully um, some of the other ones that are all listed on here that say uh, TBA. I love that. Th- she's actually filmed seven dramas, but we don't know when any of them are coming out. <laughs> but some of the other roles that she um, is in uh, might be a little bit more on the, and then maybe the act, you know, her love interest, the, the uh, marquee, since he's older, that gives a little bit, but I just kind of, I, I love both sides of it. The go ahead character, um, even though she was bubbly, she still kind of had a, a weight to her. So she just has that um, very easy watch ability to her that I love. I loved her too. And I knew you were going to give her. So she yeah. wasn't on my short list, but if you weren't in this podcast, she would have been on my short list. Gotcha. <laughs> she's, you know, she's also kind of just has a fun personality outside of dramas as well, because I don't know if you guys know, but there were recently some like rumors about how um, there was an actress who was married and then got divorced and everybody was guessing that um, it was her because they said that the initials were TSY. Um, And so she denied those rumors. And then she just said, wait, a prophet? Indeed, I did get married and got divorced, but reconciled. And then she wrote, however, it's Lo Xinyang, not Tan Songyun. So she was referring to her sword in the brocade character. Um, so I just thought, well, that was a cute way to to just be like, these rumors are ridiculous. So she's she's cute and quirky. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. So since everyone else is doing more, I'm going to do more too. <laughs> I feel like an underachiever all of a sudden. Uh. At the end, if you can think of a third, you can do it too. So my first is, it's uh, Lee Chin. Is that how you'd pronounce that? From Joy of Life. Oh. Mm. Yeah, because she's had a couple of shows that I've really liked the past couple of years. I loved her in Joy of Life. She's just so vivacious. She 
you can't stop like staring at her. The next one and, that she was in, that's the one that I'm. Yeah, the yeah. one we really liked last year, uh, Song, Song of Glory. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's and she name. was so amazing in that. I just loved it, and so she is definitely. Oh, she was in watch. Princess Agents as well, and I loved that show, but it ended in such a weird way. Horribly, horribly, and she was also yeah. in Fight Breaks Fear, which I enjoyed. So, yeah, so she's been in a couple of things I've really enjoyed over the last couple of years. But I really never focused and was all like, oh, that actress until Joy of Life. I'll be honest. That Mm -hmm. was definitely where I kind of started noticing her on her own. And so she also has many dramas that are TBA. So (laughs) I'm sure we will definitely see her in the future as well. So I really like her. And then my last actress that I am excited about is Kim Tari. And she was mm. the, in Space Sweepers, the movie that was recent. And she's mostly just done movies. The only uh, drama that I remember her from is she was the lead in Mr. Sunshine. Yes, it was very big, epic, but she did an amazing job. And so she's definitely someone I'm excited to see in future dramas. And I believe she's talking about a new drama role. I'm not sure if she's committed yet, but we should see her on our TV sooner than later. So I'm excited for that. And so now we have random question portion of this podcast because we needed more randomness because (laughs) yeah, that's just life. And I, I want to apologize to everyone because they didn't get the random questions until right before we started um, doing the podcast. And so (laughs) They didn't have much time to think about it like I did. So, yeah, (laughs) random. It's how we roll. (laughs) It is. But you know what? We roll well. All right. So our first question is, what actress are you looking most forward to seeing in an upcoming drama? And this can be just any actress. We purposely chose more unknown actresses for our first set, but this one's anyone. And honestly, I'm... Che Subin is one of my favorite actresses. I just... I love her personality. I love her range. And... um. I first saw her in I'm Not a Robot. Is that my first one? Yeah, and then Sassy Gogo and stuff like that. I have not been able... I have tried so hard to get into her last drama. It's, I think, called A Piece of Your Mind. Oh, that one, that one didn't do well. Yeah, but it I got cut out early. No one liked it, it. liked it. But see, the non-Korean answer, I've heard lots of people liked it, that, that just mm. stuck with it or binged it or whatever, that they liked it. So it it's quirky, I think, but... Some people liked it. Yeah. And it was just, I've been, I've tried to start it like three or four times. I actually talked to our Patreons about it on the Patreon page and they're like, you should watch it. You should watch it. You could just push on through. And my will to push on through has not survived. (laughs) So, but I'm looking forward to whatever her next project may be because I just, I like her that much. And I love her too. She's been one of my favorites even way back. Wasn't she in Sassy Go-Go, the evil girl? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I she, think that's the first time I She was in the Park Bogum one with, yeah, the she was the mean girl. She did mean girl really well. Really I mean, well. I love her as a leading lady, but she did mean girl really well. So, yeah, I like her a lot. Okay, so for me, um, the one I'm looking forward to is... Um, I am looking forward to seeing Park Bo Young because her upcoming drama is with 
so <laughs> so excited. Oh my so, goodness. Exactly am, 30 days from today. <laughs> but I, so I love just that she's got such a uh, unique kind of look um, because, you know, she's on the smaller side. I think it's going to be a really fun combination with, um, with So and Gook. And I think that um, she's got that kind of often a bubbly kind of personality. Um, but I'm, I think, uh, like she was in Strong Woman Dobong Soon for people who were not familiar, but she's just, she's a really fun actress. And I think that this combination, because she is, she's, she's a great, like, uh, she's just really talented as an actress. And he, of course, is such a talented actor. I'm looking forward to seeing them together. They sort of shared the same space at least in the show abyss because uh so Gook had like a um cameo, cameo. Mm-hmm. but um i don't and i actually um he also didn't he have a cameo in oh my ghostess he did mm-hmm. he was a hot he was the chef, chef at the end yeah. <laughs> so so i feel like they've crossed paths but it's i don't know if be. i've seen them together so anyway i am looking forward to her and him uh, in that upcoming drama. And we all know I'm excited because I've been like stalking every visual that is coming out on Twitter. So <laughs> oh, you did guys I have to suffer with me. Huh? It's called, It's I forgot to say the name of the drama. It's called Doom at Your Service. Just in case anyone's looking for it. Unfortunately, I think that it's going to be sad. But um, it looks funny though. All the but, things are mm-hmm. humorous. Really? I'm, Yes. No, seriously, it's all very comedic so far that's come out. So I'll send you the teaser. Who's the you know, writer? When, when, the, when the hashtags are things like um, brain cancer, unlucky female lead, illness. But it's <laughs> fantasy. It's He's like a um, yeah. fantasy something. I think it's going to be. <laughs> he's like a fantasy something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's a messenger between humans and gods, and he says he yes. can grant wishes so he can certainly grant my wish oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) are you saying just kidding because your kids might listen to Um, this someday (laughs) i'm just saying that actually we're talking about actresses Mm -hmm. and um you know uh so park park bo young yeah anyway yes very good choice thank you (laughs) so this actress, and she doesn't have anything listed as coming out, so I don't really know if I should be that excited or not, because she probably won't get anything, but the writer from Be Melodramatic, I, she's, I really want her to be in something else. Like, I want her to, the, the, her roommate, the sad one with the, her boyfriend that died, she's the one that's she's in, in everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like she's in Vincenzo and stuff. So it's like, she kind of took off after that, but like, I want to see it's Chun, uh, Chun Woo. He is the, the actress who played, um, the writer in that one, but she just had such a wonderful, um, comedic timing and I haven't seen her in a lot and I just really want her to be in another drama, but you know, that's just my wishful thinking. I don't know if she's going to get in anything or not, but there, there's something coming up called Zero. Yeah, I saw that, it, but it doesn't have any episode count. Or no, it, does it have an episode count or anything it's at all? No, one episode. It just says, 
a science fiction chase thriller that will be helmed oh. by the Divine Move 2, the Wrathful Director. Ooh, and penned by Forest of Secrets writer. Oh. And it's so I think that Kong was just Jun. announced recently. That's why it like, doesn't have an episode count, maybe, or just one episode. It's not, hopefully it's not just a... No, they were talking uh, about casting it like a week or so ago. Uh, so it's a brand so, new. Oh, 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 oh so it's so come June. June. Yeah. Look, guys. Yes. Oh, seriously? Be, yes. <laughs> you should be excited about the actress. <laughs> I, I, I am. <laughs> uh, so, that oh, the, mellow, oh so. the actress from, which doesn't mean, so maybe she's not the main one, but uh, E. She Young from Sweet Home and the guardians she's actually somebody i was going to bring up in one of our f- questions coming up but it looks like she's been cast with with so kung jun so it, she's probably the lead i don't know but she's not listed that way so who knows i'm excited that the actress is listed in something else because again yeah she was in and Be i'm excited for both of them they're yeah. good actresses yes so. absolutely so for mine, I actually picked Kim Dami for this one because she has a new drama coming out with her co-star from The Witch Part 1, mm. Choi Woo-sik. So mm. they're reuniting and it looks like it's going to be a really fun story. It's a romantic comedy about two people that uh, dated when they were in high school or college and they did a documentary. And then they separated and broke up and went their own ways. And then their documentary goes viral 10 years later and they're forced to reunite and deal with all of their issues. And so, and it's uh, based on a webtoon. So, you know, they'll probably be a pretty steady story. And so I'm kind of looking forward with these two because again, they're very choosy about what roles they pick, I think, because they do tend to um, choose different kind of character roles. And so I'm excited for this one. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. All right. So if you could only watch one actress in all the dramas for a year, who would it be? So um, I see Camus chose the person I was going to (laughs) choose. So, and I, I mean, I could be evil and just say it because I go first, but instead (laughs) I will, (laughs) um, I will say Parkman Young. Uh, is definitely in my one of the top actresses that I um, just adore. And I think she's very versatile in the sense that she's been in um, historicals. She's been, you know, she was in Healer. She's been in a fluffy rom-coms. Um, and so I do think that she's a talented actress that she would be able to kind of do it all and keep me satisfied throughout the year with, her ability to, you know, because I would definitely need to watch some historicals. I would definitely need to watch some gritty, like, serial killer dramas. I think she could handle that. Um, and then the fluffy rom-coms, too. So I pick Park Min Young. When you said that, I was all like, oh, crap, I need a new one. And that I was like, Park Min Young, that'll be my backup. <laughs> <laughs> great minds, great minds. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, okay. See, it's hard. It, it's is really hard because thought. I, I honestly, because like I've gotten to, to the point where like if I watch, um, draw like I, I've when I first started, I would follow an actor, or an actress through a bunch of dramas, and I've realized that that's not a good thing for me. Like I, I want to see different ones all the time. I'm gonna say Chase Subin 
because for the same reason that K uh, drama Jen picked Parkman Young, she was really good in Rebel as a in a period drama, and then she's also been really good in the dramas that she's been in, like rom coms and all that kind of stuff. So, I yeah, I'm gonna pick her because I have to pick somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I got in first because I wrote the outlines. So see, if you write the outlines, you get in first. <laughs> and I picked uh, Sao Yuji for, again, the same reason. She's done a very eclectic range of characters from like horror, mean characters, sweet, fluffy characters. She's very talented and really doing it all. So if I'm going to be stuck watching someone, and not stuck, but... You, you don't want to watch the same person in one thing over and over and over and over again. But if I had to, I think she would be able to diversify the characters enough where I wouldn't feel like I'm just watching the same character over and over again. So that's my choice. Okay. And mine is uh, Jung and Sun or Soon because the only reason I can think of that I've stuck with how to be 30 is because I really like her acting. But, um, I've also, I really enjoyed her in um, My Secret Terror Use. I'm not sure what her range is. I think she got her start in Circle or near to that. Mm. Yeah. What was she okay. in Circle? She was the conspiracy theory girl. Okay. Yeah. So she kind of helped things along, but she, she was not, she was kind of second. She's not even second lead female, but I know mm. what I'm talking about. Okay. But she was the yeah, one that she like, was got a them side into character. So she was yeah, she, she was, the friend of the brother or something like that, if I remember correctly, or I don't know. And I'll have to look her character like up. It's been long <laughs> enough. Yeah. I yeah, she oh, her name in circle was Parkman Young. Anyway. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, she did she did a good job with that one. And then um I've heard that she did a really good job in Uchalala or Yula Chacha Waikiki, I cannot say it, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, that one. Yeah. And again, yeah. How to Be 30, that story is just, it feels all over the place, but I keep coming back to it because I really, I just like her, her acting is excellent. And I, I think she's the whole reason I'm sticking with the drama. So since I didn't throw out my third one, I want to say as a backup, I would say the um, actress that just completed Mr. Queen and mm. did uh she was the ballet dancer and stuff like that and and the 30 where she played the 30 year old she would also be somebody that would i would wouldn't mind watching a lot because she did so good in in a period drama and future i really like yeah her. shin hey son yeah. right she yeah. was yeah she was my other choice yeah <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right which two to three actresses would you want in a female focused Team and K Muse picked one of the ones that I was going to throw out there. You can um, still use it, just with a different partner. So. so I think that the woman or the person that I was just talking about from uh, Sweet Home and Lookout, um, she's really good at like action scenes and stuff. And then the girl from Uncanny Counter. And then I think it would be fun to throw in. And she was the one that I was going to talk about as my third pick earlier that I didn't ever mention, even though I said I had one was, um, Amy Doe. If you haven't, she first saw her in my father is strange. And she was the sister-in-law that I actually wanted to punch most of the drama, <laughs> but then she was like the best friend in 
the baby one, the one where she had to pick the baby daddy or whatever, uh, with Kung Nara, what was, or no, was not Kung, anyway, whatever her name is. What was it? Oh, my baby. So, oh, my baby, she was the friend in it. She just kind of plays side character roles. But the reason I want her to be with them is because I've watched her um, Instagram account, which she p- posts her TikTok videos on. <laughs> and I think she would just be really good as like that side character action person who does really well at bringing a slightly uh, bit of quirky comedy into the scene. And then the other two actresses, I think also could um, play both straight and comedy. It would be a really fun combo. They probably will never be in a drama together, but it would be an interesting little trio. <laughs> that would be fun. I think that'd be, <laughs> it's so hard because there's so different female relationships that you can combo in. And I'm not even sure how I'd want the two that I picked comboed, but I think they just do a really good job. Like my first is Kim Sejong from Uncanny Counter. I just, she's really stuck with me this year in my mind because her performance was so good. Yeah. And I would love to see more of her. And then I added her with Ida He because I think she's like the queen of cismance. She yeah. has such mm-hmm. great connections with all of her female co-stars that I would happily just watch her in any female-focused drama. And so those are the two. I'm not sure if I'd want them like friends or frenemies or maybe <laughs> sisters or something, but I would love to see them together. I, I'm sorry. I'm looking ahead. I cannot believe that Carrie the Machnade put this down because... I thought I was being unique because I was com- going to combine from two different uh, places. <laughs> and I have the same actress. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I chose a Chinese actress and a Korean actress, which means yeah. it would probably never happen because politics is a thing that exists. But Yang Mi from Legend of Fu, De- Fu Yao and yes. Park Min Young from, you know, pretty much everything. everything. <laughs> They'd have the most powerful ponytail, like yes. power ever. The ponytail warriors, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and could you imagine them even having Kim Mi Kyung, Ajima from Healer, mm. as yeah. like their fierce aunt or something? I think that could be really awesome. That's I still can't believe it. So, <laughs> so I had to switch because, but I still have the international collaboration um, with Kim Namju, who was the lead in Misty mm. and Zhao oh, Liying. Zhao Liying is um, uh, the Shan Shan actress and she was in Story of Ming Lan, so another Chinese actress. So you have Kim <laughs> Namju from Misty, K-drama, and Zhao Liying from um, many different things, but Shan Shan and then Boss and Me or... Um, uh, story of Minglan, and I want them to be like assassins or something <laughs> like you know I, they don't have to have assistants because there's an age difference and things. But I I just think that they would make really good like I don't know some sort of mentor assassin. Mentor kind of thing. Yes, exactly, and some some sort of assassin storyline. That's what I like. What plot trope do you wish would come back that highlights actresses and their talents? And one that I really enjoyed that was kind of really popular a couple years ago was the murder mystery trope where you had the female sleuthing. And I really kind of like that. I think I'm thinking like Queen of Mysteries 
Mm. And there was just this time where all of the older 30-year-old to 40-year-old actresses kind of had that mystery zone. And I love that so much. And it was so much fun to see them out there solving crime and not necessarily cops, but just you know, nosy people solving crimes. <laughs> and so I kind of wish that would come back. I really enjoyed that trope. I really liked Queen of Mystery. Queen of Mystery 2 totally could have been skipped, but I liked Queen of Mystery. I'm totally with you on that one. Okay, so mine, I I have to say, because I've been turning to Chinese rom-coms to fill this gap, but I would love to see a fluffy rom-com with a strong cismance. Just because I've been going... You know, like, you are my hero or my little happiness. Wait, was there a suspense in my little happiness? I don't know. <laughs> I think. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the owner was her best friend. I think you were the only one that watched that out of us because yeah. Lila's not yeah. here. <laughs> right, that's a fluffy Chinese drama, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but just some, I would love to see something like that from a Korean drama, from Korean drama land as well. I just, I miss that because... Well, even just a fluffy rom-com, things like Still still 17 and I'm Not a Robot, those are my favorites, and I haven't seen anything like that in a while. It has been very slow on the fluff in the last couple of months, mm -hmm. and this month does not look like it's going to change that, so... <laughs> nope. Oh, well. <laughs> so, kind of along the same lines, um, the kind of the format that they use for the woman who still wants to marry. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, I was, love that drama. Yes. That was such a great drama. I just, I liked the following. And then there was, um, there was a couple of them that were, I can't, that I can't think of in between. The where, guys and the girls and the red string. That was kind of <laughs> at a similar time. <laughs> Where she the had the girl. dress and it caught on him yeah. and her dress what is unraveled. What, is what that? was that one? But it was kind of like older older yeah. women and relationships and marriage and and yeah. just like, Cause like but this it's a different age dynamic. Yeah. But I mean it was just like but them being and and that's the okay, so the thirty something about thirty what was the one that Carrie that I started watching and then I've just watched your annoyance. How with, to be 30. Yeah, how to be 30. That's the reason I was attracted to that drama, watched a little bit of it. Then it started kind of not focusing on their relationship as much, or maybe it still focuses on it, but the guy I was just way turned me off. And so yeah, smiley McSmilerton, I was like, Nope, I'm out. But like that <laughs> where it's like, you've got a group of friends or a group of sisters or something like that, where they're kind of the focus. And then the story builds around their relationships. I wish that that's what we could see. Oh, something like age of youth. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's just like, it's hard to explain if you haven't seen the woman who still wants to marry. Cause it's kind of mm -hmm. like age of youth, but again, yeah, I would say Older. age of youth has the same similar feel to it, but yeah, it just, I just want cis manses, which I think that there's been some there's, and then there's been some other interesting, like found family dynamics that I've enjoyed, but yeah. Well, and it had Kim Bum, who was really he did. hot. It was who so dyed his hair white <laughs> he because did, he was he dating a much it. older woman. It was a and Nuna it was romance. <laughs> it was a Nuna romance. But see, they, they, they were the Nuna romance, and then there was two other friends that 
they also had ro- their own romances or their own things yeah. that were going on. And there was and so- this one scene where they went to like a shaman. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my gosh. That show had the best memorable scenes. I yeah. highly recommend. If you can like, find okay, it. Okay. What's it called? I I want to say it might be on Vicky. The woman, the woman who still wants wanted to marry. marry. Yeah. I am racking my brain for the one with the red string. I, I can picture that. <laughs> yeah, and it had the guy, and they, he was kind of smarmy, and he was an architect. And she was the friend that was in love with her best friend's fiance, Ooh. who ended up being best friends with the smarmy architect. Mm. Oh, <laughs> my oh, my word. All right, what listeners, if you know what we're listeners, talking about, yeah. drop it in the show notes. Or and it was please. something about age, because they were all turning 40, and they were idiots. Oh, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Oh, it was like, the... So the... Because it's the guys. The guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that Gentleman's girls, Dignity? Yeah, it's Gentleman's yes, Dignity. Yeah, I've never is. watched that. I mean, I watched oh. the first part of it, so I do remember the red thread and the dress. Yes, that... Yeah. I think... Who knows why I didn't finish it, but yeah, so that that one has a very similar feel. I would agree. I would agree. It's yeah, just but it, the only difference is there's three men and three women. Right. So they they right. have their own female friendships, the men friendships, and it all is all interconnected. But it still has a very strong female cast. Yeah, which was kind of unusual for back then because that was yeah in a more classic drama. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, because that's one of those that yeah I watched the first episode or the first part of the first episode and they were commenting on all the women that went by. I was like, yeah, I'm out. Oh no, it's, it's good. And they definitely matured and they were idiots and they matured. So. Okay. That, that's good to know. I just looked it up and the woman who still wants to marry, it's on both Vicky and Cocoa. Okay. So there is that. Yeah. And now I want to watch it again. Cause Kim bum was delightfully yes, romantic. I was just thinking that. And he doesn't do romance very often. And no, not even. It's a shame. I'm skipping whatever he's in next because it's some lawyer drama. So I'm like, no, I know. Oh, law school. Yeah. Oh, kill me now, law and school. I'll watch it. Don't well, worry. It's a murder mystery, it. though. So I might. And there it's on go. Netflix, which is always a temptation for me because Netflix is so easy to push play. Yeah. yeah. I'll be watching. No. Don't worry. <laughs> I love the, I love the law dramas. Okay, um, so my plot trope that I wish would come back that highlights actresses and their talents. I again, it's the female assassin thing. I'm thinking like I really liked. Um, oh, what was it like? Wasn't it princess princess agents or something? You know, so they don't have to be real assassins, but I like the idea of like um, a group of girls who are badass just fighting machines and having them just go and get revenge. I think you need to clarify it. It needs to be the Chinese style of assassin because Korean would never let them actually kill anyone, which is kind of a bummer when you want serious revenge. Yes. Okay. So let me say, let, let me recast here. So I would like it to be a Chinese drama and I would like a group of female assassins, um, and they can have a suspense. That's great, um, but and they're all about getting revenge. That's what I want. Mm. I support that. 
What was I the mean, one with like bloody umbrellas be, a few years back? Uh, okay, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, with the with the with the bloody bugs and yeah, the like. No. Oh no 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 no. Okay, so not that. Good to know. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> uh, this would be more like. I mean, it could actually be a K drama, like a historical though, because like the the river one that we moonlight. What is it called? <laughs> Remember where the moon rises? Yes. yes. You know, she got to ki- well, she didn't really kill people. She uh, almost killed people. I don't right. know. I mean, we haven't Again, watched they it almost further. Kill them. We haven't watched it. That was that's one that seeing some of the stuff and the reshooting and whatever, I'm, I'm, it's on my list of maybe going back and watching it from the beginning with the different guy. And because I really do want to see her in this role. So. She's yeah. one that her and a couple of others that they could definitely be, maybe she could be like an assassin trainee. And then some of the older actresses would be her kind of like they did in tale of Noctu where it was all the, the assassin. The lady. Yeah. The, the widows. Yeah. There you go. Just put a bunch of widows and make them assassins. <laughs> <laughs> and it maybe it doesn't have to be assassin. Like maybe it's secret agents or something, something where we get a lot of really fun fight scenes and, and cheesy. Like, right. Like they tried to do that. What was that one with the girl from queen of mystery? They kind of tried to do that. Oh, oh that was the one really that like Carrie watched. <laughs> yes, that would be a good casting. And but it went stupid. Yeah. So they need a stronger story. They need to yes. like make the women strong and not cheesy. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I'm, I'm with you. I think so. And of course, just I'm always open to any kind of like serial killer slash bad, rev- like really deep revenge kind of drama. You so. know what we don't have enough of? Really strong female serial killers. You <laughs> know what? You're right. Like occasionally you'll see one, but it's not often. Yeah. We need more female serial killers. So yeah. or vigilantes. I was gonna say vigilantes yeah. is good. Serial killers. So um yeah, so on that note. Um, <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 